Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. I want to speak to you tonight from the subject, rest for your soul. Because if we're going to be used by the Holy Spirit, it's going to come from a position of rest that comes from connection to the source, that comes from connection to our relationship with Jesus. And sometimes as we're going through life and we're wanting to see God do more in our life and we're wanting to be used by God and the enemy challenges that, he challenges it in a way that makes us feel that we're inadequate or that we don't have what it takes or we're too tired or we don't have enough spirituality or we're not close enough to Jesus. And then he tries to complicate it and say, you know what, if you were this, then God would work in your life. If you were this, then God, you would see God move, but you're not, so you can't. And Jesus comes to us and says, you know what? I'm going to cut through all of that to simplify things for you because I can use you and I do want to use you. And it's actually not going to be harder for you. It's going to be better for you. It's going to be easier for you because I love you and I care about you. And my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You know, Charles Spurgeon, speaking about the passage that we're going to look at, he he spoke 12 times on this passage, but he said this, he said that this passage is not one that could be preached too often. Meaning this, that this is a passage that you can let wash over you over and over again, and it always speaks to you. It always has something for you. So let's look at it in Matthew chapter 11. It says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. I feel like it's one of those passages that you could just read and be like, all right, let's open the altars. Because in it is just, it's like water for your soul. It's refreshing. It's like a spiritual reset. You know, the, um, it was during the conference, actually. I was sitting next to uh, a guy named Cameron Elmore. And I was asking him, because I was trying to figure something out on Safari. That, that's your web browser on your phone. And I was trying to figure out how to like clear it out so I could do something on my phone. And he thought I was trying to disclose my tabs on my phone. And he showed me something really cool. Maybe you already know this. Maybe you're really tech savvy. And maybe you're like, Brandon, you're not teaching me anything. But it was totally new to me. I, if you press the little tab button and hold it down on your phone, it says, do you want to close all your tabs? I know. Mind blowing. I, I pressed it. I pressed it and it said, do you want to close your 437 tabs that you have open? And of course I said, yes. I said, no wonder this thing can't work for me. You know, that is great when it comes to web browsers. But let me tell you this. There may be some people here in the room and when it comes to God working in your life, maybe things are going slow and maybe things are not moving as smoothly because you have about 437 things that you're carrying in the background. Many of them you were not ever meant to carry. 
And that's why this passage is so important because it takes you and resets you to the simplicity that was designed by God for you to have a relationship with him in which he uses you. Sometimes it can get so complicated and, and when we make it complicated, it's hard for God to work in us and through us because he's having to work through all the things that we have, the reasons we have it can't work out, the things that we don't bring to the table. That's why oftentimes you'll see somebody who's never prayed for somebody before but because they don't know anything and they're a new believer and they're not bound up by all that stuff, they're just like, I'm just gonna pray for him and Jesus is gonna heal him. You know, like, and there's power in that kind of faith. In fact, Jesus says, hey, if you're going to let this, if this passage is going to work for you, then you're going to have to take it. Have you ever seen those, um, like, you know, you're taking like medicine and it's like, make sure you take this with food. One time I took a, a zinc pill, like a zinc vitamin, but I took it without food. Justin Smith is my witness. I thought I was going to die. All right. <laughs> I was like, my stomach like seized up on me. Like, and I'm, I could go on, you know, I could give you more information, but I'm not going to. Cause I'm not here to gross you out, but I will say this. Uh, it was definitely one of those moments. This passage is kind of like that. It's not going to absorb in your system unless you receive it the right way. And Jesus right before this says, says something, and this helps you understand. Oh, oh father, Lord of heaven and earth. Thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. So right before Jesus gives us this amazing promise and really what is, what's an amounting to an antidote for stress and an ease with your walk with God, he says, hey, before you take this, yeah, you're going to have to simplify. Before you take this, you're going to have to let some things go. Before you take this, you're going to have to have faith that says, yeah, God, I believe you. But if you do, you're going to find some real power in this passage. What's the first thing Jesus says? The first thing he says is come. Then Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. This word weary literally is the word for beaten. So you're beaten down. You're tired. Not the kind of tired that is fixed with a nap, but tired in your soul. Tired from carrying things you couldn't carry. And Jesus knows we are carriers. We, we, we carry burdens. We, we like something that we can feel useful doing. And there are some things that are good for us to carry. It's good for you to care about your kid's education. It's good for you to care about feeding your children. It's good for you to care about that project that you have at work that needs to get done. If you don't care about it, that's not good. But there are some things that are not meant for you to carry. They're for God to carry. And when you start carrying those things and start carrying your future and start carrying, be, hey, Lord, I, I know you're the provider, but I also know it relies on me a lot. So I'm my provider. God, I, I know that, God, you got it all worked out. But God, just in case, I have this contingency plan to make sure I have it worked out. God, I know you say this in your word, but God, I also know me. And so I know I got to in the background be fixing some things, you know, because I'm carrying things. Things in your past that you're carrying, you brought them to this point. You're weary because of your past. You know, weariness is not something that is just happening necessarily right now. 
You're not weary right now because of what you're doing. Right now you're just sitting here in the room listening, hopefully hearing from the Holy Spirit. But you're not weary just from doing what you're right now. You're weary because of what you brought into the room. You're weary because of the hours and the days prior to this. And Jesus says, if that's where you're at, you should come to me. That's, that's an invitation. You know, oftentimes we can think like, oh, so God's, God's Jesus, you're, you're saying like, I should unload my baggage on you. Like, it's a lot. And Jesus is like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, like, but I, I have so much. And Jesus is like, yeah, I got it. Because I, I, I know, I know implied in this is Jesus knows you're weary and know, knows that we're prone to carry things we were never meant to handle. Oftentimes that goes like this, God, I know you've forgiven me, but you're still carrying your past. God, I know you've forgiven me, but anytime you go in a place where you need to pray for somebody or, you, or God wants to use you, it comes up. You find that you're carrying it. And Jesus says, if you're in that situation, then you just need to come. You need to come. You need to have the childlike faith to say, God, I'm going to just bring it to you. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. And that's really the difference between a complaint and a heart that says, God, I know you are able is God, I'm going to leave it with you instead of just telling you about it and then going and taking it like it's your problem. You're going to give it to God and say, God, I trust you with it because God, I know you can do better with this than I could ever do on my own. He says you have to come. That's a faith step. It's not hard, but it does take a step of faith to say, God, if I step towards you, you're going to take care of this. God, if I step towards you, I know you care. God, if I step towards you, I know you're able. But you not only, in order to see God do what he wants to do, in order to, to and honestly, it really, it really comes down to this. If you want to see God use you in your life, you can't be carrying all this stuff. You, you don't have the capacity to do it. You don't, you're not able to carry, you know what, like, God, I, I believe you want to do this in my life. And God, I, I just, man, I, I feel like I, I, have to, I have to make up for that. And I feel like, God, uh, God, I feel like I'm just not able here. And I'm, you're carrying your own inadequacy. And you can't carry all that and carry the Holy Spirit. You have to say, God, I'm giving those things to you so I can do what you're calling me to do. And what's Jesus say? He says, come to me, all you wearing a heavy burden, but you can go to the next scripture and take my yoke upon you. So what's interesting is it's not just come and lay your burdens down. You come lay your burdens down and then you pick something up. 
I think that's where the problem is. Oftentimes we like leave our burdens and we're like, oh, I feel so much better. But we don't connect with what God wants us to do, connect with what he's calling us to do, connect with where he's leading us, connect to the Holy Spirit in that moment. So you come into the altar, you give your burdens, but you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to move forward. Otherwise, you'll pick up something. And this is a habit as a believer where you say, God, I'm laying my burdens down. And God, I pray that you fill me with the Holy Spirit. That's why daily devotions are so important. That's why coming to the prayer meeting is so important. That's why habits of getting into the presence of God are so important because you like to pick things up. Sometimes I think you can be like, God, I thought I left this burden at the altar. And God's like, you did. And then the next day you woke up and said, I think I'll pick that one up. You know, it's like, (laughs) that's how we work. So it's a habit of saying, God, daily, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to say, God, I picked this up again. It's not for me to carry. God, I know that. I know it doesn't work. It stresses me out. So I'm going to give it to you because, God, I know if I'm going to be empowered to do this, I cannot be carrying that. And some of those things, you know, we talk about provision or you know, the Lord is our promoter. The Lord, the Lord is the one who blessing comes from. So how you can process that is if you get so caught up, oh man, I just think this, I just, God, I just don't know how this is going to work out. And I just, I'm really worried about it. And God, I just, and it's not wrong to pray about those things, but if you don't leave them with the Lord, then what do you do after you walk out of that prayer time? You're like, man, I'm just stressed out. And the Holy Spirit's trying to tap you on the shoulder saying, hey, I want you to go talk to that person. I want you to go pray for that person. I want to use you. But you're, you're, you know, I mean, you may honestly be, the Bible will call it quenching the Holy Spirit. You may be like doing that. And it's because you're carrying a burden and you need to lay it down and then you need to say, God, I need to be, I need to take your burden. What, what is God's, what is Jesus' yoke? He says, take my yoke upon you. You know what? You're replacing that burden that you weren't meant to carry. And you're being yoked in relational obedience to Jesus through the Holy Spirit. So that means you're now, instead of being in tune with your burden, you're being in tune with Lord. What do you want me to do next? And that's why it's light. And that's why it's easy. This is, you know, oftentimes we can think, well, that my yoke is easy, my burden's light. Okay, Jesus, you have a, I know you have like, you want, you want me to be more like you and you have a calling on my life, you have a purpose on my life. And may, maybe even God has given you a picture of like what things he wants to do down the road. And you're like, that's what it looks like, God. And so I need to do that. And God's like, hey, I gave you that picture because it's good to pray things in and that helps you know where I'm taking you, but I never gave it to you so you would accomplish it. No, my yoke is daily relationship and obedience to me. Daily relationship, daily saying, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Daily saying, God, what is it you want me to do? And God, if you tell me to do it, I will do it. If you tell me, God, I'm ready. If you tell me, and there's an ease in that. It's not complicated then. God, what do you want me to do? You know, the Bible says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Are you seeking the Lord? 
when you come into church, God, what do you want me to do? God, God, this is, church is an invitation to seek the Lord. So have you come in and have your posture ready? God, am I leaning in? Am I pressing into you? God, I'm just, and don't, once again, it's this, the step-by-step. God might tell you to talk to somebody. Hey, I want you to call this person. You just pick up the phone and call them. God, you know, but you're not, you're not trying to make it all happen. You're relying on the Holy Spirit. And when you rely on the Holy Spirit, there's a joy at play and a power in the presence of the Lord that's at play in your life. Because you said, God, if you said it, I'll do it. And God, God honors that kind of faith. But it's not you carrying this burden of being a spiritual superhero or trying to have everything figured out or being able to be like, man, I got to fix this and I got to do that. And I'm the solution for this. No, it's you saying, God, I know I'm not able, but I know you are able and I'm just going to be obedient. Maybe you're caring, like, I got to fix my marriage. And God's just like, hey, how about you just try obedience? And that's where if I tell you to do something, you do it. And you watch me fix your marriage. So then you're not carrying that burden. You're just being obedient. God, I gotta, I gotta fix my workplace. It's a mess, you know? Like, God, I gotta, you know, all these people are going to hell and like, I'm just the only one that's serving Jesus and I got a halo on my head and whatever you're thinking. And God's like, uh, how about you try obedience, all right? Because without obedience, you're gonna end up in self-righteousness or you're gonna be carrying a burden that you weren't meant to carry. And obedience is just God, the Lord's like, hey, I want you to pray for that person today. Well, God, they don't love you. <laughs> I didn't ask if they loved me. I told you to pray for them. But just know in that when you take on his yoke, he's, he's doing it with a humility and a gentleness. So you're not, you have to be ready for that when you take that on, that God's not going to be like pushing you around. Isn't that crazy? The king of the universe doesn't push people around. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. He's not going to force you to do something. He is going to lead you. And he's so consistent. So he'll... He'll talk to you, and if you listen tonight, he'll probably talk to you about what he talked to you about already. And that's not him being heavy-handed. That's him being like, hey, I'm, I am God, and I'm going to keep pressing on this until you do something about it. You notice, like, when you take on his yoke, he says, let me teach you. And when you're taught, you have a posture of like, hey, first, if you're going to be taught, you have to be close because you have to listen. And then you have to be, you can only learn from somebody that you're willing to submit under and say, no, you have something to teach me. You have something that I need to know that I cannot get on my own. And once again, that can happen through the word, God speaking to you through his word. That can happen through you hearing his voice. But one of the best ways for you to be led and taught by the Lord is through the Holy Spirit. I think of that passage in John, it says this, when the spirit of truth comes, that's talking about the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. I love that last line. 
So as you say, God, I want to hear from you. God, I want to be in your presence. God, I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can know that God will speak to you, but he's going to be gentle. And the musicians, you guys can come. The final thing in this passage I want you to see is this concept of find. You, it says you will find. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. I love this word easy because the literal translation is kind and good. My yoke is kind and good. You know, the Bible says he is good and he does good. And what strikes me is just incredibly encouraging is this phrase, and you will find. You know, if you're a student of scripture, then you can kind of like it brings up things like, like that scripture, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. Then Jesus repeats himself and says, for anybody who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. The one who knocks, the door will be opened. So if we take a step back, I love that we were singing that You Reign song because it's good every once in a while, okay, we're gonna, God, we're, we're approaching the scripture with a childlike faith. And God, we definitely need rest for our souls. And Lord, you know we need to be used by you. And so God, we are approaching this passage this way, but then we're singing you reign and we're remembering that the person saying this is not somebody who's like, you know, I have a really good hunch about the God of the universe. I, I feel like it seems like sometimes when people are weary and heavy, they have heavy burdens and they come to him, that they, it seems like sometimes they find rest for their souls. Like, uh, so it's possible that you could come here tonight in the altar and you could seek the Lord and you could say, God, I have burdens. And it, it's possible that you could find rest for your soul. It's not somebody doing that. This is not the opinion of somebody very smart or somebody who's crunched the numbers or somebody who said, you know, if you really need help, I think I've figured out a solution for you. This is the God of the universe, the one who sits at the right hand of the Father who says, hey, I've seen how it actually goes down and I know who he is. And you know what happens when you come to me? You know what our character is? The Godhead, the one, uh, you know what? All things were created through me and for me, yet if you come to me, I'm not going to say you will possibly be a little bit better off. No, I'm going to say, and you will find, all right? So if you have a burden tonight that you cannot carry, something that you are not able to handle, you are an excellent candidate for finding rest for your soul. Because all you have to do is do what he said. Do what he said. So then we come back to, well, how do I do that? How do I come? Now, I thought you might ask that question. 
and I thought you might be like, Lord, I doth want to cometh, but how doth I cometh to you? Douth. I don't know. It's the best old English I have. So I, I asked Colin to put the definition of come for you on the screen. To move or to travel towards or into a place thought of as near or familiar to the speaker. Who's the speaker? Jesus. So what do you have to do to come? Just move towards him. To say, God, I'm going to move towards you. God, if you say go, I'm coming. God, I just want to be there. God, I just want all that you have for me. God, I need all you have for me. And Jesus says, if you do that, if you say, that's simple. It's simple. Don't be childlike. Don't make it complicated. I love you. I'm kind. My yoke is easy. That means kind and good because I am good. And if you come to me, I will give you rest. And then just keep coming and start living out of that rest. Because you know what? I have things that you will do through my power because my presence is on you. Because you said, God, I don't, I don't want to carry these burdens anymore. I just want to carry the Holy Spirit. God, I know you have it under control. I know you are good and I trust you. And it's an invitation to you. It's an invitation. You will find what you need. You will find rest for your soul.